Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick Fublon, your host, and welcome to Insights Tomorrow, brought to you by Microsoft. Let's deep dive with leaders and innovators in the data space. We're going to explore the challenges, the opportunities that organizations face in their data journeys. In each episode, we will invite some data leaders, experts, and some practitioners who share their unique perspectives on how data transformation is changing their business. Let's explore this data journey together and what it means to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Insights Tomorrow. I'm your host, Patrick LeBlanc, and today we're here with someone I like to call Mr. Data himself, Mr. Wee Shong. Wee, before we get started, can you do me a favor? Can you introduce yourself, tell the people who you are and what you do? Sounds good. And, you know, it's exciting to be on the show. So thank you, Patrick and the crew for having me on the show. My name is Wee Shong, and I lead products, right, for the data integration on Microsoft data integration portfolio at Microsoft, right? And that includes data factory in Fabric and, you know, Power Query that many of you would have used and have come to love, as well as Azure Data Factory and our data integration capabilities in Synapse as well, right? So the entire data integration portfolio. Nice, nice. So I want to start really slow and simple, We And so can you tell me, like, I, I remember my journey into tech and I, I, I love to tell the story, but how did you get started in data and tech? What led you down this path? Sounds good. So when I was getting out from grad school, right, my yeah. uh, PhD was actually on query processing in databases. And so I wrote the query engine for some of the research databases, if you will. And so when I was getting out from grad school, someone was telling me, hey, there's an opportunity with the SQL Server team, probably about 15 years ago. Do you want to drop by Microsoft and take a look? I was curious, right? And they did assure me that I'll get access to the source code for one of the most successful commercial databases in the world, SQL Server. And so when I joined, they said, well, you're not going to work on SQL Server. You're going to be on the SSIS team. And SSI stands for SQL Server Integration Services. And at that point, you know, the company just shipped SQL Server 2008 R2. We were going through the multi-year cycle and thinking about what SQL Server 2012 should be like. And so that was how I got started at Microsoft, shaping what is known as uh, the SSI server in SQL Server 2012. We shipped that along that journey, you know, at conferences, um, at different events, people was asking us, what does data integration in the cloud look like? And... At a point, we say, well, you know, you just install SSIS on the VM and that's it. But of course, that's not (laughs) the right answer. (laughs) And we were incubating a new product. Uh, At that point, that was the beginning of Azure Data Factory. And so I came to the US probably around 10 years ago, uh, shaping what is Azure Data Factory. We took it to GA. And of course, along the time, we're aware of other efforts happening in the company on shaping up what is the early beginning of Power Query, uh, as many of you recall those days. Um, And both products had been targeting at different users, if you will, right? Whether it's the citizen developers all the way to the professional developers. And so, you know, both are amazing products that, you know, lots of people have come to bet their career on and have come to love, right? And have given amazing feedback to Microsoft as well. And if you fast forward, you know, 10 years into that journey, we brought everyone together. Now we are one big Microsoft data integration team. And the possibilities are just limitless, right? So when you started, but along your journey at Microsoft, it wasn't, if I, if I recall, if my research is correct, I did a little research, it's correct. It wasn't always data integration. You did dabble in AI a little bit. Is That's that true? Right. Yeah. 
That's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. did amazing research, uh, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and, right, so just after we ship Azure Data Factory, yeah. and if you look back and you say, hey, on hindsight, I did the right thing. I always had this belief that we need to infuse AI into products. Why? Because I think AI is going to give us that value differentiation, but it's going to help customers achieve more from that, right? So at a point, I felt like as a product manager or program manager, as we are known those days, in order to understand a tech, I can't just read books, take a course and so on. I need to be in a team and I need to think and operate on how a data science team would think because then I can appreciate what machine learning is about. And trust me, at the point, I did not know anything about machine learning. So I got a job and thanks to my one of my ex-managers with the Azure machine learning team, I became one of the technical advisor, shaping the early versions of the AI platform, if you will, and also driving innovation along the way. And actually, subsequently after the work, I picked up enough knowledge on machine learning to a point where, you know, I could do the whole data science process. And I start leading a team within the AI CAT organization, working with customers on delivering AI solution. And those few years enriches me with an, a fine appreciation of the possibilities of machine learning. And if we infuse them into product, what are the things you can do with it, right? Wow. 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 Okay. So let's fast forward a little bit. Let's talk data. Let's talk data because that's what you and I do. We do data. And so when I think about data, there's lots of aspects to it. There's security, there's storage, there's ETL. And so my favorite part of working with data is cleaning and cleansing data. And so my assumption, my, I'm just going to assume this week, is that that's your favorite part too. Is that true? Exactly, what's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I think the bread and butter of my day-to-day is how do we help you ingest data better, yeah. transform data better, and to your point, if you up-level that, it's helping you being able to do those cleansing that you want and getting to the right shape to land the right place, right? Yeah. So at Microsoft, though, how have you seen the process of cleansing and transforming data? How have you seen that evolve from, you know, when you started to now? Yeah, and I think one of the things that we have seen is People who just, you know, like this whole notion of being able to do all of this without writing a single line of code is important, right? So you might have heard of things like low code, no code, and so on and so forth. And whether we're looking at it from a citizen perspective or a professional perspective, both have converged to a point where if I have data, my task is to get into the right shape. And that includes removing columns, changing data types, and more, right? And I want to do it in the interface or that window that most makes sense to me. So I could be doing this kind of cleansing in Excel. I could be doing this kind of cleansing in, you know, a BI tool like Power BI. I could be wanting to do this as a professional data developer in a tool like Azure Data Factory. And so both of this set of products have been evolving towards a no-code, low-code interface where you should be free away from the abstraction on how it actually runs and how we can optimize it, but being able to complete the task that you want to do, right? And that's exactly all the data integration efforts, including, you know, some of the homegrown efforts that we've seen are all converging in the same direction. Serverless, no-code, low-code, which means it's a drag-and-drop UI-like interface, right? And in some situation, it might be an Excel-like interface that allows you to complete your task. And that's how more data integration tool has gotten to, right? Yeah, yeah. So now we, we've been on this journey at Microsoft. We I remember DTS packages, which you probably remember DTS packages. And then 
the wonderful SSIS came out. And then we landed with the integration runtime with Power Query. Power Query is amazing. And I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago and I made this comment. And I just I just want to know how you will respond to this comment. So um, with, especially with the new version of Power Query that's in Fabric, I said, wow, we have like a low code, you know, fully fledged ETL tool. And there was a person there who's like, a, he was a professional ETL developer. He was like, Power Query is not a real ETL tool. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? Yes, it is. So how would you respond to him, you know, from, from the aspect of just Power Query? We'll talk about Data Factory and all those others now, but I think it really has grown up, especially in Fabric with Dataflow's Gen 2 to become a full-fledged ETL tool. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, right? Like, Power Query has been evolving over the years uh, from its humble beginning, starting in Excel, right? And as it evolved over the years, Power Query has grown a lot in Microsoft Fabric, right? And you'll see us refer referring to it as Dataflow Generation 2, right? And if many of you remember, and you have been using Dataflow's Generation 1, if you will, in Power BI, you do not have this option of being able to do output destinations meaning you do not choose the target that you want to do. So that piece, we have completely revamped it. And in Dataflow Generation 2 in Microsoft Fabric, we have, you know, we start off with five output destination. We're going to continue growing the output destination along the way. I think that's the first piece. The second piece is we have actually re-looked at the compute engines for Dataflows, right? And in Fabric, it, this engine leverages a lot of the Fabric compute engine like the lake house and the DW and so on and so forth. So from a scale perspective, it's now able to deal with the kind of scale that Fabric is expected to handle or the DW or the lake house is expected to handle. So significant kind of architectural changes. Kudos to the engineering team that's been thinking about this as we embark on this Fabric journey. Dataflow Gen 2 is prime time ETL and it should get you to do all the data transformation that you need and even much more, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. So fast forward a little, Fabric was released May. Adam and I were there for the big launch. It was amazing. Power Query is amazing. Azure Data Factory is amazing. But now we're bringing them together in one place. So how are we bringing both of those together to bring the best of both worlds to our customers? That's right. So with Data Factory Microsoft Fabric, right, to your point, we're bringing the best of Power Query and Azure Data Factory into one single SaaS product which is amazing. A uh, few things happen is that when you bring people and talent that are extremely passionate about data integration into together as one team, magic happens, right? And one of the things that happen is we're looking at synergies across, you know, a citizen-led data preparation experience versus an enterprise-led ETL experience. And when you bring this together, you have a lot of synergies. For example, one of the things that you, have, you might have seen us evolving since public preview is thinking about the bread and butter of a data integration product, which is getting data, right? And over the last three months or so since public preview, much has happened, right? We have launched what we call the modern get data experience. And you will see in the blogs, both the designer's perspective on why and how we got to this modern get data experience you will see the technical perspective of what you can do with the modern Get Data experience. But in short, it is essentially a Get Data experience that is deeply integrated with the One Lake Data Hub, which means to say, when you connect to any of the data sources, you could also look at other trusted or endorsed connections that other people in your same organization have done. So that simplifies you the process of getting started. 
I think that's the first piece to it. But two is this modern get data experience is going to be, it's going to permeate every workload in Fabric, not just data factory in Fabric, which means to say, as long as you're thinking of getting data into the Fabric one leg, you have now a consistent way of doing it. And so that helps you and your coworkers get started very quickly. So that's one piece. The other opportunity that we had as we brought data integration technologies together is for some of you that have worked in Azure Data Factory, there's this thing called a copy activity, right? As a fun fact, today, copy move hundreds of petabytes of data and even more every single month globally. And it's able to do this in a reliable and resilient manner, meaning if things fail, it restarts. It has all the kinds of back off and whatever kind of strategies that you need in order to do reliable data movement. That same capability is now infused in data flow generation too. Right. And so today, you know, we've seen that since Fabric launched, people was doing a lot of intensive tests on data flow generation too, on how they could move data and transform data. And one of the things that we're going to release, and right now, of course, is still behind a, a knob, if you will, that we'll make it available soon, is that ability for you to do what we call fast copy within data flow generation too. And when you turn it on, you get all the benefits of all this copy capability with the reliability and the resiliency that you expect. And what you will see is magic happens in data flow generation too. Your data flow just runs significantly much faster. In fact, for a lot of the internal testings as well as the private preview that we have with customers, they tell us that it blows their mind that, well, how is it that it runs fast? Is it really moving data? And when they check their lake house, data is there in the right shape, the right format. And that's essentially, you know, the magic when you bring talented people together that focusing on data integration day in and out, right? Yeah, so we're, so we're bringing a consistent experience and just insane, amazing data movement to the platform. That's, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Okay, so you know, I, I found out about your AI background. I you know, talked to a few people about your background. And so can you tell me about any... AI capabilities that may be common to Data Factory or Power Query. That's what I'm really curious about. That's right. And I think we gave a sneak preview at Build, right? So if you watch the Build session, we did give a sneak preview of what's possible. And as you know, Patrick has found my secret, if you will, <laughs> I believe that infusing AI into the product not only just drive value differentiation, it helps customers a lot in completing their tasks faster right, but having the kind of expert knowledge side by side with them, right? And if you look at it from this space, whether you're a beginner trying to understand ETL or doing data preparation or data integration, what do you do, right? You read Azure Docs, you might go Microsoft Learn, you might go Stack Overflow and a whole variety of sites. You get overloaded with information and you might buy a book, if you will, right? And you learn and you complete your first task and your first simple task becomes a complex task. Now, on the other end, as the years goes by and you build up your knowledge, you become an expert, an ETL expert, if you will. But learning never stops. And what do you do? That's right. You work with folks like Patrick, experts like Patrick and many others, right? Who, where you will have good exchanges of, hey, have you known about this best practice of completing this task? Maybe doing an SCD type 2 or cleansing or being able to scrap data off a web page and even more to that, right? And if you, if you put that in perspective and you take one step back, 
this person that you work with, the books that you work with, the you know the Azure Learn or Microsoft Learn resources that you work with, helps you learn and complete your task. But what if right now you have a co-pilot that exists side by side with you, and as you build your data flows generation tool, or you build your data pipelines, you're simply able to tell it to say, well, you know, using natural language, help me move data from Azure Block Storage to one leg, and it constructs it for you. Right. And of course, as we know, AI, we have to use it in a responsible way. But more importantly, AI is not always right. And so it becomes this buddy, the co-pilot that you have side by side. You interact with, you have a good kind of conversation with, and your data flow generation tool, the queries that you have, just gets better. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. for example, today, a very common task that people use in Power Query, right, is to say, hey, write an M set of scripts to be able to generate, you know, the day, month, year, and other kinds of details over a span of a year. Because that is one of the three steps to other data integration or data preparation activities. What if you could just use natural language to say, generate that. You do not know the M queries. You don't have to search the web for the M queries. It just generates this for you. And it works with you to refine it. I think that's the power and the magic of infusing AI into data factory and fabric. Uh, which yeah. we call co-pilot in Data Factory. And that is something that we showed a sneak preview on. Since built, we have made significant progress in that thing and we can't wait to show it to the world, right? So we're definitely going to see some co-pilots for our data integration. Definitely right. going to see some That's co-pilots. Right. So I'm going to ask something and you don't have to answer this, you don't have to answer this, And but when are we going to see them? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, okay, all right. I can only say that, hey, we are hard at work at it, right? I play with it okay. every day. Uh, okay. We can't wait to show it to the world. Okay. They uh, will work through it, right? So when I think of AI, right? When I think of AI, I, li I like to tell people a lot of times, because I've been using, there's a, a feature in Fabric called Data Wrangler. And so I'm... Um, I'm learning Python. I'm on a journey to learn Python. I'm pretty good with M. But I say you can often use AI to upskill because sometimes, like you said earlier, it produces close to what you need, but then you just kind of go tinker a little bit and you don't realize along the way that you're learning from the AI, right? The AI is actually teaching you these new languages, this new skill set. That's right. Yeah. And in fact, even before we launched Data Copilot and Data Factory, today you actually, Data Flow Gen 2 or even Power Query, it's already AI-powered, right? We have been working with Microsoft Research, right? Leveraging a technology called Pros that you get in a lot of Microsoft products. And today, you could even teach Power Query or Data Flows Generation tool to say, hey, there's a web page. And in this web page, there's specific tables that you want to extract. So what do you do? You tell Power Query and you give it examples. That's right. And underneath the hood, we will have used AI, Pros technology, to extract what is needed. And that is already generally available today. In fact, customers use that all the time. So that's one example. The other example would be today you could have a text file. Now, you don't expect text files to be well-structured. You could have different rows with different kinds of detail, but there's a specific pattern. We would have written script, like one of my favorite languages, Perl. I've written Perl code to extract that. But today with Power Query, you could just give examples and teach Power Query to say, these are the kinds of things I want to extract as columns, which we call text by example. And the underlying AI-powered Power Query does this for you so effortlessly. So today, our data integration capabilities is already AI-powered. 
Now, with Copilot and Data Factory, we'll take it to the next level. But this AI power capabilities, to your point on date, generally available, you can use it today. This is amazing. I, I am so excited about the AI and the Copilot and, you know, for our data integration tools. Can you tell us when it's going to be available? Sure. So since Build, right, the team has been hard at work on making sure that, you know, we have Copilot and Data Factory ready. Right now, the current thinking is that Copilot and Data Factory okay. will be available to selected group of users before end of the year. Wow. 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 That's amazing. That's amazing. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm in that selected group, right? Anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, so with the new age of AI, right, this new era of AI that we're living in, do you see more and more of co-pilot types of tools or technologies assisting or helping us with our data integration? I think I, I do, right? Like right now, for example, the co-pilots in Data Factory enable you to describe to it in natural language and it creates, you know, the M queries, all the pipelines and the activities that's needed. One of the things that we've been looking at, and if you look at all the other evolution of co-pilots in the company is, you know, today, if you do CI, CD, and you do a check-in, can you describe the pipeline or the data flows as part of the check-in descriptions and more, right? And so we're definitely looking at all these opportunities on generative AI represents an amazing technology, right? And so besides helping you complete your tasks, can we help you in other tasks that are related to what you need to do, whether it's data ops or many others, and how we can then leverage it to make you more productive and being more efficient in the things that you do day to day, right? Yep. So I have a very selfish question, a very selfish question. Swetha and I um, kind of went a little back and forth on this. She's got a great question that I'm going to ask you to wrap it all up, but I have my selfish question. I've used all of the Microsoft integration tools, DTS, SSIS, Power Query, Data Factory. I'm even writing notebooks with Python now. You've worked on most of these products. What was your favorite one to work on? Or what was your favorite feature or capability? Or is it still to come? I'm curious. I think... To your point about being selfish about that, this conversation, <laughs> I think Data Factory and Fabric represents, you know, data integration in the era of AI. And it is definitely my favorite, mainly because we brought the best of all data integration capabilities together. And that has never happened before. And so with the kind of opportunity that Data Factory and Fabric offers, including, you know, infusing AI into every single part of the stack, if you will, it's definitely my favorite product today, right? I oh, leave awesome. dream yeah. brief of it almost every day. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great. I've been using it a lot. I've been, I've been using it for a couple of years now, and it's amazing. I'm still a little partial to Power Query because I've been living my life in Power BI for so long. But with Fabric, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning. I'm kind of leaning. So we have all these products, right? We have all these great products. And so historically, I use SQL Server. But now we have Data Factory. We have Power Query. You know, what's going to different? What's going to just kind of stand out compared to all of these products and everything, all the capabilities that are out there. What do you think that's going to elevate itself above all of those things? I think if you look at all these capabilities, right, from SQL Server to Power Query to, you know, Data Factory and so on and so forth, I think the ability to deliver analytic stack, right, through a SaaS platform is definitely something that stands out a lot, right? Because whether it's ease of getting started, 
the ability for you to complete your task much faster. But more importantly, how all these products, whether it's databases, whether it's data factory, whether it's notebooks, whether it's data warehouse, all coming together uh, in a seamless way, I think it's going to help a lot in one, simplifying how people look at doing analytics in general. And of course, in a selfish note, data integration being the piece that connects it all together. I think that itself is going to be like a huge game changer. Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. We thank you so much for taking time to hang out with me today and talk about my favorite topic, data integration. Thanks everyone for tuning in and listening to us. Stay tuned for all of our upcoming webcasts. They're going to be exciting and fun. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Insights Tomorrow. Be sure to catch us next time as we continue the journey to uncover the challenges and the possibilities that organizations face every day. You can find more about the show and catch future episodes at insightstomorrow.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.